When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 10 a.m. in the Southland, straight up on a live imaging Tuesday with Travis and Sliva, producer Emily, producer Taylor. The Homish book is here. <laughs> Indeed. Lit. Not only is it a live imaging Tuesday, it is a Lakers game day Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Thanks to our friends at Mickelob Ultra tonight. Game one of the Western Conference semifinals, Lakers Warriors in the Bay Area. Slee, is your leg shaking with excitement? Yeah, it's, good, uh, it's a good question. Uh, I don't know what to feel right now. I don't know if I feel good about coming into the series. I don't know if I feel you? nervous coming into the series. I, the anticipation of not playing a game yet and not really knowing what to expect, uh, I'm feeling it a little bit right now. A little nervous. Were you happy on Sunday that the Warriors took down producer Taylor's Sacramento Kings? Well, I, I And think... the beam had to come down finally in uh, Northern California. Yeah. Um... No, I would have rather faced the Kings. I would have. I wanted Sacramento. <laughs> I was rooting for the Kings. I wanted Sacramento. I was rooting for the Kings for one reason. I had the Amazon purchase ready, and yeah. I was going to walk in here with five plastic cowbells, and Taylor and I were just going to destroy today's show. Cowbell, cowbell, cowbell. Try to say that five times. That's another, that's another reason that we should have been rooting for the Kings to get the cowbell orchestra going. And and by the way, they're not nearly as good as the Warriors. That's the other that, reason. That part, I like that detail. What would have happened if for lighting the beam? By the way, Steph Curry saying light the beam in Game Seven. That that's something. Yeah, that's something right he there. He gets to do that. He gets to do that. He definitely he's gets to do Dylan that. Not Dylan Brooks. No, he's not Dylan Brooks. Dylan so. Brooks. It is a final. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, uh, you guys will get into details <laughs> on that. Coverage begins at five thirty p.m. The Toyota Lakers countdown to tip off with the man Sliwa. Tip off at seven p.m. from the Bay Area. Hear all of it. Your Lakers playoff station seven ten ESPN today. Plus on the docket, we got to talk about Mandy's too and voting. And we are starting to relive the highlights from last year on social media, which is fun. If you're not here, if you don't have tickets yet, Friday at Solita in Anaheim, we will have Mandy's tickets along with Angel's tickets to give away. So if you haven't been able to get in since it's been sold out since uh, the first day we announced it, come on out. Press the flesh with us Friday, Cinco de Mayo at Solita, right off Catella Avenue off the 57 freeway. You can also use the 5. Get off a Catella on the 5 and just so many take it all the way. You could even use the 22 if you want. So many options. Creative. That's a bit of a stretch, but you can you get could. off the 22, 22 around the block or what was known Gene, as the block. Gene Autry, kind of spin yeah, around spin and it. you could be right there. Spin it. There's many ways to get there. How, That's how? why they call it the Orange Crush, Slee. <laughs> okay, we got three freeways. You want to take surface streets from Whittier? I'll show you how. Just hit me up on the DMs. <laughs> I don't think you'll be doing that, Al. I the, think he'll just put it in ways and or your car. Yeah, I am going to put it in ways. So, there, but, but you have a couple options. You could go mm-hmm. 210 to the 57 from Pasadena. I think I got to go 210. You don't have to. You could take 110 and get into Isn't the 5. is it better, less it's traffic if I'm going that way? 210 to is your straightest shot. Yeah. yeah. I remember the days when I could uh, climb the 210. Not anymore. Not anymore. Too many too many bridges? <laughs> too many hills? It's just a lot. Is it getting anyway. worse? Yeah. Well, that's no uh, good. Oh, it's getting worse. I like the audience that are like trying to figure out why I don't drive, and they're like, <laughs> Does he have a DUI, or does he just not own a no, car? No, it's not that. Several. I own several cars. <laughs> That's the, uh, he's the only person that has multiple options to drive and chooses none of the above. It's an anxiety thing. We don't know why. We'll figure it out one day, Circus or we won't. the streets the whole way. You could be like my uh, I've done it. year old grandmother. I've done it. Around and takes well, the good thing about Solita, it's about five minutes from my house. <laughs> there you go. So 
Bro, you're in. You're in. How far from you? Fifteen? You said twenty. Uh, probably closer to twenty-five, but 20? not far. Okay. Not far relative to where this place is. So yeah. make plans to be with us Friday, a live imaging Tuesday with Travis and Sliwa right now. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Dylan Brooks to steal Chris's line. It is a final that maybe if you're gonna chirp at everybody all day, all the time, you should probably be. Good Not a good job. couple weeks for Dylan Brooks. <laughs> Not, Not exactly the best. They just very quickly, the Grizzlies through uh, Shams just, just released a tweet saying yeah. that the Grizzlies have let it be known that he is not coming back to their team under any circumstances, which is funny that 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 that's how the dylan brooks and memphis chapter ends after he did his whole lebron thing and he he pokes bears and i don't respect anybody until they drop 40 on me and then they lose by 40 and dylan brooks is now looking for work that's how that ended all right listen you know just to kind of tie a little bit it, we mentioned a little bit of it yesterday whatever immaturity that you had with the Memphis Grizzlies. That's why this series is so different. It's literally the polar opposite when you f- face sure. the Golden State Warriors. It's the that's I don't want to say the last thing because Draymond certainly has had moments where he's been plenty immature. Actually, even in the last round as well, different type of immaturity. Different type, yeah, different type of immaturity. But Dylan Brooks, it, before he said anything coming into the series, remember he's like, oh, I w-, before the playoffs started, yeah, I want to play LeBron take him out real quick he hasn't been in the playoffs right when that quote started i'm like okay what's the game plan here <laughs> what's the game plan there wasn't one what is the game that's plan? what was draymond's you know craziness for lack of a better word i do think that there's some methodology there i do think that draymond even when he's going nuts yeah has a master plan in mind that may, maybe he figures it out as he's going along. I think there's a little of that, yeah. but Dylan Brooks never did. Dylan Brooks thought, you know, I'm going to go yank on uh, LeBron's cape and see what happens. That that was not a plan. I, that was just something to do. A few games in, and you and I hit on this. I know I, I spent a lot of time on it. That if you're the Memphis Grizzlies, you're saying to yourself, you can't hit a jumper. You won't <laughs> stop running your mouth. Right. They're letting you shoot, and you can't do anything about it. You are hurting our team. Question now, I think for him, I mean, if I try to put everything to the side, Dylan Brooks is going to end up on another team. Sure. Question is, is he going to be on a team that's more veteran team that can kind of take the bones of what he brings to a squad and actually, um, you know, use it to their advantage? But he was so bad for the Memphis Grizzlies. I remember in there was a game he was in foul trouble and immediately, oh, actually, it's the game he got kicked out. Okay. The game he got kicked out. That game was the one where three. I think it was. I think it was game three. Three. Yeah. Yeah. That blowout win where he said he's going for the ball. Whatever case. When he left the, he's leaving the court. I'm like, no, we need him. <laughs> Keep shooting. We need Dylan Brooks. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So he's gone. So you said something when uh, when Chris was in here a minute ago mm-hmm. that you don't know what to expect tonight. R- really? Because I, I think we kind of know what to expect tonight, right? You're going to have a very good, disciplined, championship pedigreed team against a very good team that is playing as well as anybody else going into this one. You've got the best player of the last 20 years going up against the best player of the last you know seven or eight. And this is going to be a series that is going to go down to six or seven games. I don't think anybody thinks either one of no, these teams is going to win it in five. Yeah. I think six even feels a little bit like a stretch. This feels like it's going to go right down to who makes fewer mistakes, maybe who knocks down one more open shot, who misses one more open shot, who's a little bit better on the foul line, whose best player maybe doesn't get into foul trouble, that this is just going to be an incredibly close tense that when you and I walk in here tomorrow morning, we're going to be feeling great 
And I the, here we go. They got game one in San Francisco, and this is exactly what they had a rest advantage, and LeBron looked great, and Anthony Davis was terrific. Or, dude, what the hell's going on? Those are the two options, and it's. I don't think either team's going to win by more than you know ten or twelve points in any of these games. I think that this is just going to be nip tuck in seven games over the course of the next two so weeks. This is what I mean by not really knowing what to expect. These two teams, we don't have anything where we could say this was the Lakers team all season, and this was the Golden State Warriors. It was the Golden State Warriors, but Steph Curry was in and out of the lineup. LeBron was in and out of the lineup. AD was in and out of the lineup. You got a bunch of new players that came in, and my curiosity is, all right, game starts. Who's guarding Steph Curry? Um, By the way, that's probably, if, if you were had the, the chalkboard and you're yeah. writing down, that that's the number. Vanderbilt, right? At least to start, see what happens. Okay. It's Vanderbilt. <laughs> that's a great response, by the way. <laughs> okay, and this, this is part of my, this yeah. is kind of part yeah. of my figuring it out. Austin Reeves, maybe it's Reeves on him. I know he's not going to be on. Don't him. love that. I know. Well, I, I don't think you could put D'Lo on him. Obviously, no. Right? So, I like that less. Yeah. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah. Throw another one at me. So I, I think, and th- those are probably the two primary. Then Dennis Schroeder is eventually going to come. The off two the bench. primary. You think Reeves and D'Lo are the two? No, I think um, Vanderbilt's got to be the first. I think stop, Vanderbilt right? and Austin Reeves are the most okay. likely of the starters, and then Dennis Schroeder, when he comes in off the bench, will probably pick him up from. Um, there's a YouTube video, funny as hell YouTube video. This guy always does these kind of like NBA skits and pretends to be certain players. Is that A dot B dot? I, you know, I I actually I do I don't know his name, but one of his this just came up. I believe you that you don't know his name. <laughs> I don't know his name. <laughs> he's the impersonator. A dot B yeah. dot. Yeah, he's amazing. Okay, so see he, the one that does Steph Curry. And he runs outside the gym and back in and under the chairs and does all. It's terrific. So he's. I, I think we're talking about the same person. <laughs> He's picking him up from the moment he's sleeping. So he's sleeping in his bed, and the other guy comes in. He's already he gets out of bed. He's already guarding him. He's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "He's like, I'm just trying to stop you. I'm just trying to say, Coach told me to pick you up the whole time. He's trying to get into the gym. That's he's like great. outside of the gym holding a gym bag, and he's already guarding him. He's like denying him the ball. He's like, "What are you doing?" And then every time he gets him a moment, he shoots it and he scores. And he's like, "All right, well, there's no way of guarding this guy." But I think I think that that Steph part is fascinating. AD is fascinating to me. Sure. You know, the, the AD piece of it, nobody looks at Kavon Looney and says, that's Hakeem Olajuwon. But if there's one thing Kavon Looney does, he plays defense, he grabs rebounds, and he plays and, hard. And he's big. And he's big. And, and he, he's just kind of, you're not going to really move him out of the way as you might some of these other guys. He's not athletic. He's just going to kind of stay on the ground. Mm-hmm. That one's kind of fascinating to me. Here's another one that I think is interesting. Rui, Jared Vanderbilt, D'Angelo Russell, uh, Malik Beasley, Austin Reeves. All these players that are playing a game like this, right? So Davis and James are the only are the only two guys. The only two. Yeah. So and even if some of these guys have been in the playoffs before, not like this. You know, it's funny, and, and I want the reason I'm jumping in right here because you're describing what what, what I was feeling last night watching the Nuggets and the Suns when and, and that game wasn't particularly pretty. You know, neither team scored 100 points. It just it wasn't a great game to watch. Quite frankly, it yeah. wasn't particularly well played. But there were a couple of moments where KCP knocked down some shots where mm. Jokic found him. It's just like, boom, they kick it over, and he lets it go and splash. Been and they're done that. And it was that. It was like, 
It would be really nice to have a dude like that. Is KCP an all-star? No. Is KCP a guy that needs to give you 25 a night? No. Is he a guy that when he pulls up to take that shot, you feel pretty good about it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with him taking that shot. He's been there. He knows how to take that shot. He's not going to freak out. That the Lakers, when, when you were going through all those guys, they haven't taken that shot. D'Angelo Russell's never taken that shot. He may work out perfectly it may be where we saw him in game six, six. great i hope that game six game D-Lo four was is those game three one, threes in a row that terrific he mm-hmm. and i'm not saying it's impossible but we don't know so that, we've never seen it that guy like kcp last time i'm like man I, I never thought that Contavious Caldwell Pope would be a guy that I'm pining over watching a second round game hoping he was back on my team but that that's the curiosity that i have wiggins has seen it. Gary yep. Payton has seen it. Clay Thompson has seen it. Jordan Poole has seen it. All of them, really. All of them. Yeah. So I think there's a, a little bit of, all right, do these guys, will there be a moment in this series? Is it in game one? Is it further down the road where we talk about the headlights? It's different when you're playing the Memphis Grizzlies. The Grizz, there was no Memphis is in headlights half the time. They're still yeah. trying to figure out what's going on. The Warriors, there's this calm, cool, and collective. Sacramento, we had that question about them. Would they be deer in the headlights? For six games, they were awesome. In game seven, Steph went off for 50. But they didn't seem like that moment was too big. So that's part of my curiosity with the series. All right, so basically what we've been talking about for the first 10 minutes or so of the show is that these two teams are incredibly evenly matched. There's some slight advantages on one side, maybe some slight advantages on the other side. I think the one time the Lakers might have a significant advantage is tonight. Tell you what it is coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets but expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. I'm Imaging Tuesday with Travis and Sliwa on 710 ESPN. I think you should. Wear a diaper? Yes. To help raise awareness for Sierra of Subaru, our friends over there, Sierra Subaru of Monrovia. Yes. Well, we should re- we're going to figure out a way to raise awareness and Let's do it. get some diapers going on. I'll do whatever. You, 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 when it comes to charity, opening when act. it comes to helping people, Trav, I am a man of the people. I'll do whatever it takes. I think that's true. Okay. I think that's true. Mason did his sprint nude and not nude, but you know, nude adjacent. Nude adjacent. As close to nude <laughs> as you can yeah, get. Yeah, that that really is. That's- I'm going to figure out how at the Mandy's. Mandy's too, by the way. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. Go to ESPNLA.com. Vote now. Vote early and vote often. I'm going to try to figure out how we could get Mason even closer. Like what? Like a Merkin? Nude adjacent plus. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of plus, for those that watch Succession, mm. Living Plus was the topic of the episode. Yeah, you want to go in on a place together? Not yet. i got to run into a meeting. But we are going to talk about that. Yeah. And, okay, and okay. producer Emily wants to talk about what would our ideal Living Plus situation would be, which is basically where would you spend the later the years? The golden years. The empty nest years. The only vibe I've got in any, I feel like, talk about this latest season is negative. You guys are not I watched the this. newest episode yesterday afternoon. It keeps not, going. It's it's time to put a pin in that thing. I'm done. Well, it's almost over. I know. And it can't, It should be over sooner than later. Let's you're gonna, you're gonna you don't want to play some bitey? The end, right? I don't want to play bitey. I don't <laughs> want to do that. That was no. a little interesting. <laughs> that was. Not, I liked how they talked about it in the... Do you watch the afterwards when they do the commentary? For the first time ever, I did. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And the... Well, you know, we had to figure out the choreography of I it. I like how Shiv, Sarah Snook, goes in and out of her accent. Her Australian yeah. accent? Yes. It's interesting. That did catch me for a loop. I did not know she but was, was Australian. It was a sibling fight. You know, that's, that's how siblings fight, but then you obviously turn into something. So you want to play Bitey? <laughs> Say no. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, each week we progress. Last week he wanted to check if I was wearing cologne. I mean, the, I think the week before that we what? did the hug. Did, is he wearing it today? The... Did you check? I don't know. <laughs> did, okay. Go who who would win, though? Who would win Bitey, we think? Chris would win. Cologne, a little bit of cologne sleeve. <laughs> it's a good amount. I don't like how slowly you moved back and forth. Like, I well, you enjoyed the scent. <laughs> I have a nice. I, don't like I have a so nice much. scent. Poor guy, head butted the hell out. He of did. Him he with, did. Uh, that that. Uh, wait, let's not mess the hair. It's a. It takes um, a lot to it, get it. It's perfect. a lit hair day. <laughs> it's a good scent. It's a good scent. Live MJ Tuesday continues with Travis at Sliwa right now. Thank you, Chris. Yeah, Emily, I have a lot Come of over questions here, actually, for about a Let me take a plus. Smell. I smell like dial. Head and shoulders. <laughs> dial. I like to head to toe. I'm a dial man. Head to toe, right? Hair all the way down to my tootsies. That's, that's how it rolls. Uh, there's a, There was a thing in succession. I know you don't watch, Lee, and I'm, I'll give everybody another day or two to get caught up on it, but the living plus thing, Em, that that was both very upsetting and a little bit intriguing to me. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Yeah. I mean, we can talk about the details of it, but essentially Living Plus was um, a a Speech. Retirement community, yeah, a retirement mm. community that they were they were pitching out that essentially this uh, corporation is like Fox adjacent, and it's like you can go here, come here, you can have all your sports in one place, and athletes will come and stop by. You can get early screenings for movies and like directors and live and stuff forever. Like, Don't leave that part yeah, out. And, and live what's, forever. What's the problem? It sounds like a great place. <laughs> well, but, you know, it's fairly monochromatic, shall we say? It's uh, it's it's a little bit. Um, Exclusionary, I yes. think, is probably part it's of it. It's for like-minded people of the same mind and the uh, same cultural we're, background. We're all different ages slightly, so I'm curious if any of you have gotten to this point in your life. So as I was watching the Living Plus lead, it's basically, to, to really dumb it down to its most bare essentials, it's an ad for a retirement community. It's, okay. it's more yeah. than that, but that's a basically A cruise ship on is. land. Yes. Mm. How often do you think about how you're going to spend that part of your life? Because I, up until three or four years ago, it never crossed my yeah. mind. It never crossed my mind a single time. And now it's like, you know, maybe. Like the idea of living behind a, a, a wall with a bunch of other old people does not sound like the worst thing I've ever heard in my I life. I do not spend much time thinking about that. 
But maybe that changes maybe, 10 maybe. years from now. Maybe know. that's a different conversation. You never know. Emily, does, do you ever think about yeah, how you want to spend the golden it. years? Because I well, I lived kind of close-ish to a retirement community when I was growing up. And so, you know, I've seen it. Like It was like a 50-plus community. Um, yeah, but so, nobody's 50 in there, exactly. right? There are people like 70. <laughs> you're a young whippersnapper in one of those places. But I don't know. Seems like a fun place. Just go uh, play some tennis with people. Taylor, do you ever consider such things? Yeah, I've considered it, and I would never want to do it. I'd, I'd rather just... Um, Where do you want to live when you're 75 years old, 80 years old? In Iowa. Oh, you're going to go home? Yeah. There you go. Okay. Return. Yeah? Live on a you know the, the, an acreage. The, the peace and tranquility of farm life? Yeah, go back to that. Are you going to farm? Maybe um, a small one? Maybe just garden. Just okay. garden. Then what are you going to grow? Carrots, onions, asparagus, Weed. potatoes. Please got it right there. <laughs> <laughs> I like everything you said. Rhubarb, raspberries, blackberries. Yeah. Are you just, a rhubarb pie guy? It, yeah, it kind of grew on me yeah. as I got older. Do you know rhubarb, Slee? Um, I think the last time I went to Julian Mountain, they got the pies there. Oh, and yeah. I think that's one of them that I got. They have so. rhubarb? Mm-hmm. It's It's basically celery. It's yeah. like thicker, tougher celery, but it makes a decent pie. You got to put a lot of other things in it, like basically fruits that taste good, like apples or strawberries, but not the end of the world. I'm surprised you didn't want to stay here in LA and just the peace and quiet <laughs> as you get into your later years. So in this scenario- well, in the- you, How the hell are you going to live in LA as an, as, a, as an elderly person? I don't want to, I told you, I don't want to have to do my 20 years as a Walmart greeter. I, I, I'll sign up for one or two. I, I would do the Walmart circuit for a year. Year or two until the Social Security kicks go back in. to Sears. <laughs> I could do Sears. You already Sears have, doesn't exist anymore. You already have a uh, Target. Can I work at Target? Target would be a good one. <laughs> All right, Tar- and you could have as your experience Sears. Yeah, well, we noticed you stopped working at Sears when you were uh, 24, and you're really I mean, now you're starting again at 64. <laughs> what did you spend the last 20 years doing? I don't know, making fun of the Dodgers. Is that, a, is that a work history that we could have? All right, so game one tonight, and here's – like, look, we're going to talk about Steph and LeBron and the role players, and, and I want to talk about who has to be great and who has to be pretty good for both of these teams to win these series. Fact of the matter is we're talking about a razor's margin between these two teams. They're both very, very good. They're both playing well, yeah. and they both – the Warriors have more experience, but the Lakers have a ton of experience in AD and, and LeBron in particular. The advantage I think that the Lakers will have will last exactly one game, which is tonight, and I think it's incredibly important that they try to take care of uh, take advantage of that, which is they haven't played since Friday night. Friday night, yep. Friday night, all day Saturday, all day Sunday, all day yesterday, most of the day today. Okay, that's four days of getting your body ready to go play an NBA basketball game. The Warriors had Monday and today, and they got to play tonight. It's double the amount of rest. That the uh, that the the Lakers are going to have over the Warriors. We know how important it is that LeBron's freshness, for lack of a better word, yeah. is, is, is just his ability to be spry and quick and all these things can impact these Laker games. This is the one game where they're going to have a rest advantage going into it, and an opportunity to steal a game in this series may be the difference between advancing and not. So I, I'm going to actually add a little bit to that. If let's say they weren't able to take care of the opportunity tonight. I agree with you that there's an advantage tonight that will have less weight as you go. Sure. But I'll say something about the Warriors, too, and I, I don't know how much this comes into play. Last Wednesday, they played the Kings. That was game five. Yep. Friday, they played game six. Sunday, they played game seven. 
Tuesday they start game one. They're going one day rest already three games deep that I wouldn't even just look at Sunday. Look at Friday and and uh, and, and Wednesday. Wednesday as well because that, that was one of the things we were looking at with the Lakers. Once they started getting a little bit deeper in the series with Memphis, now they're going 1-1-1-1. One, 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 one. They didn't even they have the same amount of break from round one to round two that they've that they ha- that they've had since game five. So game five, six, and seven has all all been one day off, and now they're going to start a seven game set where the entire thing is one day off. Yep. I don't know if let's just say hypothetically Warriors win tonight and Lakers are down 0-1. I don't know if the next game coming up that the Lakers have on Thursday, if maybe those tired legs the Warriors are feeling a little bit more because now it's five games in a row that they're playing with one as day As opposed off, to one. As opposed to one. So I, I just I mention that because I agree that it feels like if there's a game to steal, it would be tonight. It feels like before the chess match starts and now you have some film and you have some you have some actual data that's saying okay we noticed when the lakers did this we could come back steve kerr and the warriors are amazing at adjustments right that's what they kind of that's what they're known for in the place they make adjustments this is how you beat us sacramento you went small against us in game six game seven we sliced and diced you yeah and you couldn't do the same thing that you did this does seem like the game where you got rest to your advantage you have don't have to play the chess just yet. I, I I agree that there's something to this game that will be different in some of the other games where by that point, I think then just it becomes a little bit more of a normal series. I, I agree with what you're saying. I just think that the rest benefits the Lakers so much more than just about any other team in the league because they're the only team that has their best players playing his 20th season. <laughs> Right, that Steph. I, I'm just saying, Steph's not 25. Yeah, but he's not in his 20th season either. That Steph needs rest. Clay needs rest. Draymond needs rest. All these guys need rest. Anthony Davis needs rest. But I don't know if anybody that the rest is more essential to their performance than LeBron James. We saw what a really tired LeBron James can look like in Game Five. I don't think we're going to get that tonight. I don't know if we'll Agreed. get it in game one. And Agreed. then every game after that, I think it's kind of a cross your fingers and hope that LeBron looks fresh and, and, and crisp and ready to go. I don't know. He's in his 20th season. This is his – how many times LeBron James missed the playoffs in his career? Three or four times? Not very often. This is his 17th time through the playoffs. So add up all of that time. The effects of the lack of rest, the lack of time off – is going to be, despite that he spends however many millions of dollars a year on his body and does everything possible to look the way he does at this page in his life, he's still in his 20th season. And we've seen when he looks tired what the Lakers look like if he doesn't have that ability to hit the gas. I I think he's going to be great tonight. I think he's going to be fresh and ready to go tonight. I don't know beyond that. Yes, the, the Warriors are on a shorter rest schedule earlier than the Lakers are, but they're not in the same boat as LeBron. So the good news here, if we play the rest factor for LeBron, the good news is the Warriors do not want to play like the Sacramento Kings, nor do they want to play like Memphis. And I think obviously the travel will be much easier. Bron talked about that on Friday that, listen, just the ability to not have to go. (laughs) Just just hop in the car, throw Rui in the front seat, have him get a couple of Big Macs, go through the drive-thru and make the drive up to San Francisco. At least there's a little bit of that that I think will – they don't have to worry about that the way they were worrying about that with the Memphis Grizzlies. What they do have to worry about is a much better team, much more disciplined team, much much smarter team, much you know everything else that you want to put in there. I want to talk about that, the discipline and – 
and the smart that you just mentioned because LeBron basically said the same thing, which means do the Lakers, are they able to match that level of discipline, of precision, and of smartness, which is not a very smart word. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network. All lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. couple of quick tweets here. This is from um, our pal Big E who says, Trav drives in silence and has fantasies to live in an old folks gated community. What happened to you, Trav? Let, let me just be very clear. Yeah, what's the allure in that? The, I don't get it. There is an allure. The the allure is in the I don't have to worry about anything else. That that's it. The allure is in the safety. I don't want to be in a gated community or in a retirement community. I sure as you know what don't want to be in Slee, something that was described as a cruise ship on land. I'm not a cruise <laughs> guy. Like that that sounds that sounds like being trapped. What I'm saying is, and I do like driving in silence. You're never going to take that away from me. I did it on the way home on Friday. It was glorious. I loved every minute of it. Um, There's just something about knowing where you're going to be at the end of the line, at least theoretically, as opposed to, okay, now what? That seems fairly terrifying to me. I I, I like to have the idea of comfort, like a a little safety vest. Susan, we could be, so we're 26 years into it right now. We could be 50 years into it. 20 years from now, we're, we're getting ready to shut it down. And if I said I wanted to go live in one of those places, she would divorce me then. Like 50 years of goodwill out of the door. Like I'm not living in one of those places. She's going to be doing CrossFit at 70 years old. She doesn't care. But I just, I want a little place to go play a little shuffleboard. Yep, have jello. Just, just have a little jello, yep. little porridge, pudding, pudding yep. pears. Ap- applesauce, a lot of canned pears. pears. Yep. Pears are. Yeah. Unlimited, by the way. I think that's part of the, your monthly. <laughs> All the pears you can eat? As many as you want. That sounds great. Yeah. Can I get some applesauce? No. Nope. By the way. Applesauce is not included. How good is applesauce? There's <laughs> tiers. The second <laughs> tier includes applesauce. The first tier does not. And I don't see you spending tier two. Yeah, you're probably right. Look, I'm going to go I'm gonna go on the low end. Just get me in here and we'll do it. When was no. the last time you had an applesauce? Track? He doesn't have a pillow. Last time I had the stomach flu, so probably, I don't know, a, few, a year or so ago. But yeah. you never eat it unless you have the flu, right? That's the only thing, like the first sure. thing you kind of eat along the way. It's, it's wonderful. It tastes like apples, only you don't have to chew them. <laughs> Sure. It's, it's great. Yeah, what, Tier two does not include pillows, too. I'm looking at the package. <laughs> I have my own. I had the same one since college. It's disgusting. What's funny is one of my favorite uh, shows, uh, it's called Broad City, and it's like 
two girls in New York City. They're like in their mid twenties, and they go down to visit their uh, grandma, who's in a retirement community in Florida. And they they see that there's an open um, apartment, and it's like super cheap because it's a retirement community. She's so, like, wait, what if we just lived here? And then the two like tw- like twenty six year olds are like the hottest people at this retirement community and like are just living their life and you know it seems like it's not that bad kramer moved into del boca vista with jerry's parents in seinfeld (laughs) it's just there you know there's there is precedent to do this we'll see i got a ways to go i don't have to worry about it too much all right i'm not according to kurt sandoval (laughs) (laughs) why are you you seem to be more into that than anyone else you 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 really like to bring that so do i but you don't have to say it every day do you she wants to have or she wants to have chris sandoval have a like a segment on the show once a week just to talk about it i got um (laughs) it's my old person voice got an email yesterday who do you think sent me the email? Spirit Airlines. Spirit Airlines sent me Yeah. The email. Let's go. Customer support, customer, customer support. And it was actual, like somebody actually even put their name at the end, Kimberly from Spirit Guest Support. Okay. Put it on Kim? There. Nothing changed. It was just, we're sorry for the inconvenience. You know, um, we will make sure to this, that. I don't even know what she was talking about because it had nothing to do with me. And then at one point, is it, it said, a form letter or is it specifically addressing what you brought up to their attention? Um, not until the end. After further review of your, you know, so there's a little bit of that. Does Please it be mention guided. your issue specifically? Yes. Okay, good. Please be guided that no refunds are due for this reservation. <laughs> Send it back. Went right back at her. Good. Good for you. I What'd went you right say? back at her. Something along the lines of, you know, I'm sure you understand honest mistakes happen all the time. And I just would like the money back for the honest mistake I made. You could see how this was just something that I wasn't aware of. An oversight. Please advise. I gave her one of those two at the end and have not heard back from her. Please Say, advise as corporate speak for it's that's a big that's a big sentence. Well, that's it's that's weighty. a middle finger in yeah, email exactly. in email talk. And I'm, I'm getting middle fingers it. left of and right. Of course you are. No, this is your your hand. Per my last email. What you do is you now rewrite back to the CEO and say, I've heard from Kimberly. She was unable to rectify the situation. How would you like me to proceed? Otherwise, I'm going to continue to communicate with you. Kimberly was unable to solve my problem. I'm going to give Kim one more email. Kim gets one more email. CC the CEO on it. I will say that there's a little bit. There's a little bit of... Berg saying you're just going to waste your time and nothing's going to happen. Well, it take you to that write is that email? sitting in the behind my head right now. How long now? did it take you to write the email? Two and a half minutes. There you go. It's worth it. It's Plus worth the it. other four emails, two you're, and a half minutes each. You're worth, still you're still under ten minutes. About ten. <laughs> about ten in right now. Ten minutes is worth eighty bucks. Look, if you want to just do a straight, you know, P and O. Or P&L, I should say. Profit and loss. Right. Do, do a little P&L on this thing, and you can figure it out from there. Here's a quote from LeBron talking about the series coming up from the Warriors. You can't make a mistake. They'll make you pay. You can't make a mistake. It's that simple. And he goes on to talk about how teams like the Warriors with championship pedigrees, teams like the Spurs back in the day with championship pedigrees. Teams like LeBron, the teams that LeBron was on. Yep. Yep. That they, they are ruthless that if you give them an opening they're going to take advantage of it and the deeper you go into the playoffs the better teams that you're playing and the more little things matter the more a mistake here or there can make a difference the lakers are good and they're playing well i don't know if when i watch them play i would say that they're the most disciplined team in the world i don't know if i would say that they're as finely tuned as maybe the warriors are i think they're as good as the warriors but they go about it a little bit differently 
Can the can the Lakers play that that perfect basketball, that mistake free basketball? Perfect's the wrong word because it's never going to be perfect, but mostly mistake free basketball to win four times in seven games against a team that when you make mistakes, according to him, they're going to make you pay for okay, it. Okay, let me ask you a question: What team do you think is more disciplined, the Memphis Grizzlies or the Sacramento Kings? Sacramento. What team do you think is more mature, the Sacramento. Memphis Grizzlies or the Sacramento Kings? What team do you think is just better overall? Memphis or Sacramento? Sacramento. I'm with you on all those. One reason why I set it up that way. The Warriors are coming off a... It's a really good... I'm sure they didn't want to have that in the first round, but damn, did the Sacramento Kings prepare the Golden State Warriors for round number two. Mm -hmm. They had to play really good basketball to get out of round number one. I don't think the Memphis Grizzlies... This is the one part that when I say I'm curious about how tonight's going to go... I don't think the Memphis Grizzlies prepared the Lakers for round number two. They were injured. They did not have discipline. Um, they clearly, Jaw was in and out of the lineup. They clearly, the mental game, that is not their strong suit at all. They were shorthanded too. And they were shorthanded, right? So I, I think it's a combination of all of that, that I, I think that Sacramento for this for the Golden State Warriors was a much tougher matchup, but I think it prepared they're more ready to go right now for round two. They had to dot their I's and they had to cross their T's. With the Lakers, there is a little bit walking into game one. Were the Memphis Grizzlies just all over the place or were the Lakers really good as well? Maybe it's a combination of the two. That that's part of the curiosity because I don't think Memphis is if if Memphis and Sacramento played played each other tomorrow, the conversation of telling Taylor of hey at least you got to round one, I'd be disappointed in the Kings if they didn't beat Memphis. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's so much a preparation with one against the other. I think it's about the Lakers and who they are, and may, maybe they'd be a little bit sharper had they played against a better team like you're suggesting. But it's they have guys that do things that sometimes make you go what, what what's he doing. Right, the 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 late the uh, the Warriors don't have a ton of those guys. They're Draymond's the one occasionally. Go, What's he doing? But he, what he's doing, he's doing something that's the actual game of basketball. You don't really question any of his. Not, not a lot, but he'll take some weird shots along the way. And it, but the the Lakers have stretches, moments. We, we t- we've talked about it over and over again, especially end game situations. Like, what are they doing? Sure. What, what you know? Why why didn't they foul right there? Why are they defending a three? Or why aren't they defending a three? All these little things that are just moments where it seems like they're not super buttoned up. That that, that was before Memphis, right? This is not a, a result of playing against a team that is undisciplined and all you things you said. The Lakers have struggled with that at different points during the season. Where and, and even with their new team where that stuff has not looked super sharp and super crisp, if you don't defend an inbound play right at the Mm -hmm. end of the game, the Warriors are going to get a good shot. They're going to get it. Now, it may go in, it may not. The Lakers, if they run an inbound play incorrectly or incorrectly, may not get a good shot. Mm -hmm. This is the sort of stuff I'm talking about. Those little moments where if you execute it perfectly, you got a fighting chance. But if you give them just a little crack and all of a sudden Clay Thompson gets a wide-open look... He's probably making that shot, and I don't know if the Lakers are ready for that level of precision from what I've seen, not just against Memphis, but over the course of the last couple of months. Well, it doesn't surprise me at all. It's Braun that has that quote. Because he knows. That saying, and I'm sure he's going to have that conversation with these guys, we crack a little bit. They take advantage of it. And I think that's, you know, if you had margin for error against Memphis, 
whatever margin of error that smaller. is against the Golden State Warriors, it's a lot smaller. Now, the good news for them is they're really good. They're better than Sacramento. They're better than these mm-hmm. teams that the Warriors or the team that they just played. And they Bron gotta, has been doing it also for 20 it, years. Absolutely. And, mm-hmm. He's still LeBron James. He's LeBron James in year 20, which is a different version of that, but he's still LeBron James. And Anthony Davis, of course, the wild card of all wild cards in this thing. We'll talk about who needs to be good, who needs to be great. That's coming up in just a little bit. But next... Hey, did you see with future farmer Taylor Smith? It's around the corner, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Taylor, so when you were listing off the things that you were going to farm, I understood all of them. Like, this is a stupid question. Understand, I I was born about 10 minutes from where we're sitting right now. I've lived in a concrete jungle my entire life, so I don't know agriculture. How does asparagus grow? Is it on a plant? Is it in the dirt? Like It's what? like a stalk. A stalk? Yeah. And you break them off the side? Uh, like Brussels sprouts? Yeah, the, the actual plant that you eat is like towards the top. Um I used to run them over actually with my lawnmower because I hated asparagus so much. Jesus, bro! I, I was aggressive, but my my. Mom, what did your were you was this part of your family farm like the crop that they were going to go sell? No, they were they weren't selling. It was oh. just for like the family's consumption. Oh, this, is the, this was the garden. Yeah, just stuff we ate. But, okay, um, that makes better sense. The family was always saying we just cannot. Why get, can't we get this thing to grow? It just doesn't grow. It took the me a long time to appreciate it. The neighbor's but, house. But I love eating it today, but yeah, I I had a vendetta against it when I was little. What do you got for us? Okay, guys. Did you see that 54% of Americans feel overwhelmed by the amount of clutter they have? Oh, my God. And 78% have no idea what to do with it. So, Travis, who's the messiest person that you've ever known? So, like, like dirty or just cluttery dirty? combination of both that my, my it can be anything bobby, hygiene bobby is not a dirty person like he his hygiene is on point thank yeah. goodness but it i want you to imagine if you took a, a 20 year old guy 21 year old guy and all the things that he's accumulated over the course of the 20 years of his life okay 
You put them all in a, in a bedroom, and his bedroom isn't quite as big as the studio we're sitting in right now. It's about half this size. But imagine if you put everything that you had in 20 years in that room and then took it and shook it as hard as you could. Like you pick it up in a shoebox and just shook it and then just let it go. That's what his bedroom looks like. That's also what my garage looks like most days mm. because of the sombreros and the Christmas ornaments and the Easter, and we're getting ready for Cinco de Mayo here in a few days. That they're, All of the things that just get cycled in just get tossed back into the garage for periods of time, so I'm picking both of my family members. <laughs> Sleep. I got a, a buddy of mine that I used to live with in college, and he was messy, and he was the same buddy that I ended up going to the Final Four with. <laughs> In Houston, and nothing has changed. <laughs> he's like 30-something, he's still a slob? Yeah, 40. He's <laughs> 40 on the dot, and nothing has changed. It, listen, you want to cook up some eggs, cook up some eggs. Awesome. Want to make eggs, you want to have a good breakfast? Clean the pan? Clean the damn pan. <laughs> this whole, like, the count, the counter gets me every time. The counter here gets me, and, and I'm, I'm I'm one that will, I'll you wash my hands, people. I'll get a paper towel, and I'll just wipe it. I just don't like it being dirty. <laughs> Anyways, the counter, it's like more crumbs are on the counter than they are on your plate. How does that happen? <laughs> Butter the toast right on the counter. So he's the one that sticks out to me right out the, uh, right out the gate, Jonathan. Come on, Jonathan. Yeah. So my um, so my roommate, my old roommate, he, who just recently moved out, like maybe two months ago, he's probably the messiest person I've lived with. I haven't lived with a lot of like messy people, but he would leave like mugs out for weeks, and you know the house accumulated uh, some fungi, and that's really fun to have oh to clean up gosh. after him. I ha- I. Told you I, I cleaned his bathroom before my friend moved in just because she had to use it and he did not clean out the bathroom. Or at least he, to his standards, he cleaned his bathroom. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a lot. The good news is, is that typically as you get a little older, that goes away. I think I've told you guys the story that we had a- Not Jonathan. A weed or like a spore or something that had grown out of the garbage disposal of our of our sink in college to the point where we started to take care of it. We wanted to see how tall we could get it to grow. <laughs> <laughs> so we would very meticulously never turn on the garbage disposal, just make sure that we give it just the right amount of water. It got to be about eight or nine inches tall. It was pretty great. I also had another you know girl. how to grow things. <laughs> Not on purpose. And another girl, too, that she was an art student at UVA. She was one of my roommates uh, my third year at UVA. And uh, she was random, but she ended up at one point in time taking over the entire house, their art projects. Yeesh. Yeah, it was a lot to take. Okay, guys. Next up, did you see that one in five tweets now includes an emoji? So do you use emojis? And if so, what's your most used emoji? Sliwa. Um... Thumbs up and the bicep. Just flex it on a lot of flexing. people, huh? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Those great. are probably the two that I use the most. I, I use them a lot. I, I I mean, not in every text or tweet I sent, but I do use them a lot. And I just am going to my frequently used list. To, I'm, I'm cheating here a little bit. The one that comes up the most are... There, there's three. There's the one that's the shrugging guy, like, I don't know, right? So that's the one ah, I, I don't use it enough. That's it's a just, good one. I don't know. Yeah, hey, what one. do you want to do for dinner tonight? I don't no, know, I right? Do. I've also got the big eyes, like, are you kidding me? I love that one. Like, Wait, but is it the, a side, side eye, eye one? Nope, it's, the, it's just it's this one. Oh, it's, the surprise. it's a face. It's the surprise one, not the side eye. The guest. It's, it's this one. And then the other one is just the eye-rolling one. The, 
That yes. one. I use the eye rolling one a lot yeah. too. So I have the thumbs up as well with Alan. I have like a the face plant girl um, that I use a lot too. And then um, the cl- crying laughing I use pretty often. Emily uses the eye roll at me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sleet just flexes back. Yep. <laughs> I say you good s- morning. She eye rolls at you me. You strike me as somebody who doesn't use I've, them very I've got often. a few on here. So I use yeah. the, the rolling laughter um, and the side eye. Okay. Yeah. The eyeball ones convey the emotion that you're looking for. Surprise, shock, disgust, mm-hmm. questioning, all of those. Okay, next up, did you see that research has revealed that the more often people eat with others, the more likely they are to feel happy and satisfied with their lives? So, eating in, you know, in a retirement home, pairs like yep. stuff like that. Eating Cafeterias with, a, with the other you know, Applesauce, exactly. all that. All those folks are so yeah. happy. Yeah. Eating with others sometimes means that you have to share your food. So is there a specific food that you refuse to share with others, Travis? No. I, I, I'm I'm fairly generous because, you know, I, I'm fortunate in life and I know that there's more coming where that came from. And look, if we're going through it and I have like my last slice of pizza in the box and it's and I really have had my eye on it and I go back and lift that lid and it's gone, kind of a disappointing moment. But yeah. no, I'm pretty good about sharing my food, especially when it comes, I know that when you go out to dinner with Susan or when Kelly comes, the boys don't really do this too much, but oh, that looks pretty good. Can I have a few bites of that? It's like, yeah, knock yourself out. Why not? So I'll share everything with my girl. We'll share everything. But I think if I'm sitting here and I'm having something to eat and I have soup and you're like, hey, could I try the soup? It's a little <laughs> like, I, I don't know. Do you let, say no? Well, I, I'm not giving, I, let's put it this way. Walk in with your spoon? own spoon. Yeah, yeah, walk in with your own spoon. And yes, you can have it. You're, you're eating a bowl of soup. I'm mm-hmm. at your house and I go by to the, the silverware drawer. I get a nice clean spoon and say, hey, do you mind if I tie a little taste of that? Yeah. I would let you try a taste of it, but it would be, I'm going to have a little hesitation. Like part of me is going to say, why are you asking for my, there's a whole nother, go look on the, uh, on the stove. There's a whole, there, there's so much more. So I don't want a lot. I just want a bite. So I promise that will never happen. I will never eat your soup, but I was just curious how it would shake so out. I think that the difference is if you could have, you can have your own utensil, then yes, you can share it. But if it's a sandwich and you're taking a bite of a sandwich and then your friend's like, Oh, can I get a bite too? And then they take about the same bite as you were about to take and then you're going to have to share the spit and all that with that. So no thank you. Wait, so if this is coming from the same person that shared the punch bowl? But I have my own straw. Bowl? I have my own straw. Yeah, the, the same that's, yeah, that, no, that no it's not. not. Utensil is different. That one's Al? not helping. Yeah. Because no. whatever yeah. you're taking exactly. in, now you're stopping no, I, at some point and everything's going you're not. In. How do you guys drink out of straws? Do you just spit down your straw? No, it's just at time you have to breathe. You got to breathe. You got to eat a second to catch your breath again. You know how we know we're right? She's getting really mad. No, you guys just don't know how to drink upset. out of a straw. Getting, her voice is going up. She's yelling louder. That's how no, you know. But if she can throw us a rolling eye emoji right now, she would send it our I'll way. I'll share ever, anything, but if it's a sandwich or something, you had to like bite out of the same bite as someone else. You can have you. a bite of my sandwich. I'm like, okay, we're, I'm we're not going to ask go. for one. So You can have a drink out of my straw from the fish <laughs> no, tank. No, thank you. Why do I always want to call it the punch bowl? Fish tank? There are punch bowls. Fish it bowl. is fish, fish tank, bowl. Fish bowl, whatever it is. Did the Dodgers blow the Trey Turner deal? Trey Turner kind of suggested that they might have. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.